thank you to all the guys, all the work you've put in to make this day happen. So if I can get the PowerPoint up, we'll quickly just go through uh, my main idea for today. It's quite simple. And so we started with this, uh, put on the full armor of God. Next slide, thank you. And uh, we're just saying that when you look at spiritual warfare, you have this dilemma where some believers, some people who are not even believers, they either make two mistakes, either make the devil too big, or they make the devil too small. You get the fanatics who see a devil under every rock, and you get those who live as practical atheists. They're believers, they come to church, they you know, do all the church things, but when it comes to their actual lifestyle, they actually live like an atheist would live. So when they lose their job, they have the same fear reactions as an unbeliever would have in the same circumstance. Or when they get a lump on their body, they get the same sort of you know, anxiety that an unbeliever would have, not understanding that part of what we have to deal with in this world is the fact that there's a supernatural enemy who hates my guts, is out to destroy me. And so uh, we don't want to make those mistakes. So we want to call you to warfare. Come to boot camp. Next slide. Thank you. And so I try to make it really simple. Paul's saying in this particular section that we need God's power. Say God's power. Because it's about putting on God's power. It's not about how strong I am. Because we will be faced, we will face a variety of well-planned attacks from a supernatural enemy. Crystal will face spiritual warfare. There is absolutely no doubt that, about that at all. And if she was to walk across into Africa now just to hug babies, not thinking that there's going to be opposition to that, she would be making a mistake. There will be warfare. And so we need to put on the full armor of God and be smart. Next slide. Thank you. Now, my one little idea today is a very simple thing which should hopefully totally radicalize your view of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. Because most of what we do when we read that particular passage, put on the armor of God, and we've spoken about how some people used to go through, you know, maybe the physical thing. I'm now putting on my helmet of salvation, now putting on my belt of truth and all that sort of stuff. The thing is, a Roman soldier never, 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 you're good, fought alone. You understand? He, that never happened. They always fought together. They actually fought in a legion or a cohort or they had different units. They fought in ranks. In fact, when the Bible talks about moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and says, let everything be done decently and in order, the terminology is there to stand in rank as a soldier. That's the sort of order that we should be in, military order. And so uh, it's an incredible thing to understand that when we come to spiritual warfare, when it says that you put on the full armor of God, it's talking not to you, the individual. It's something that Mike does all by himself. It's something that we have to do together as a military unit, that we do it all together, that as a body we put on the helmet of salvation, that as a called out group of soldiers that we all together put on the shield of, you know, the breastplate of righteousness, we take up the shield of fire, but we do it together. There's incredible power when we fight together. United we stand and divided we shall 
for spiritual warfare, contrary to most of the books that you'll read and most of the intercessors that you'll you'll meet who want to just spend time up on a mountain somewhere all by themselves, taking on all the demons by themselves and changing world history. That's a crock. It's not real. We are meant to be together. We're meant to fight as a local body, as a local cohort, as a legion. Even the devil, when he comes to, when Jesus is confronted with a demon that will not move, says, what is your name? And he says, we are legion. Even the devil's smart enough to know that if you can't beat the strong man by yourself, you come back with seven more and you try it together. There is strength in working together. It's such a simple thought. And I don't need to spend an hour telling you about it. But the truth is the church is something that we are meant to do together. Within the life of this church, there are those who'd be prone to be the belt of truth. There'd be those who'd be more inclined to say, this is what the Word of God teaches. This is the way that we should live. Within a body like this, there'll be those that'll be more prone to take up the shield of faith. They'll be the ones saying, I see a fiery dark coming and I'm going to be in prayer about that on a Thursday night and I'm going to descend within this body be those that are going to be more like the gospel that takes peace to the world. The evangelists, the ones that are going to be out there. But together we form a unit that cannot be beaten, that we can actually take on the forces of hell and we can stand, 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 stand and in standing we will have victory. But you've got to stand together. The devil goes about as a roaring lion. Why? Because he wants you to run. He wants you to disconnect. And the incredible challenge to the Western church today is that you're going to attend a church for 400 years and never connect. That's the challenge. You could be sitting here. You may even know me so well now. You know all my good jokes. Or one of them. <laughs> you you may you, you may be able to guess every move that I make. You know, you know the next song. You, but you can you may not be connected. You can attend a church your whole life and never join the army. Now this is what they call the tortoise, one of the most famous. Oops, I just stood on a street. No name. Street. It's all right. This is the famous tortoise, uh, the Toledo. And, uh, you know, absolutely incredible. You know, you never would see the Roman soldiers at its time, the most effective military force in the world. You would never see a Roman soldier running down the hill all by himself. (laughs) Would not happen. What they'd do is they'd line up and rank. And by your side, you would have someone that will fight to death with you. And by your other side, you have someone else that will fight to death with you. You can rely upon. You have got someone behind you that if you don't keep moving forward, they will actually just kill you as well. (laughs) There is an incredible unity amongst the team to hold together, to stand together and to win. Now, as this particular formation takes um, into effect, I was going to play a video, but it was a little bit, amateurish everybody has to do their part 
What happens if just one person on that team says, well, I'm not going to put my shield up? It's, it's a se serious weakness, isn't it? The moment one person says, I'm not going to play the game, I'm not going to be connected, it opens up the whole of the church to vulnerability. And so as we go through into this next phase, and we're going to invite you to stay for a connect group session. Uh, we're going to get Raj up to explain this stuff. There's actually a, a, a theological imperative. There's a life principle involved that you've got to belong. You've got to connect. And if the group of people that you're with you don't like, that's probably about what God wants. Seriously. Seriously. Y you know, it's even Jesus says, even the pagans like other pagans. But as Christians, we actually show the love of God when we actually show love to those that aren't easy to get along with. So if I'm, if I'm in your group, I apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry you got me. <laughs> but people are there to actually help us grow and to get out of ourselves and to help us to understand what life's really about. Love God and love others. So spiritual warfare is a group activity. The book of Ephesians is a whole unit. And whilst he says that we're to fight together as an army, the language in Ephesians chapter 6 is you plural put on the armor of God. You plural take up the breastplate of righteousness. You plural put on the belt of truth. But in Ephesians chapter 2, it also talks about us being a building full of living bricks. So we are going to give you some bricks to play with and donuts to eat. And the idea is I want you to think that you're a brick. I'm sorry if that sounds a bit insulting. If you turn to your name and say, you're a brick. <laughs> you're a brick. But by the end of today, I really hope you understand that you are meant to be a connected brick. You are meant to be seriously, truthfully joined to other people. And if you're not truthfully joined to other people, then you attend our church. And we're very grateful for that, that you attend our church, but you don't belong to our church. Is that, is, is that too hard? I think it's in the Bible, that. So we have lots of people who attend church today and sample church, but God calls us to belong to the church of Jesus Christ. So, Father, it's a simple thought, Lord, but I pray it's a revelation that actually will change the way that relate to the church of Jesus Christ, both here and, Lord, if it's not here, that's okay, Lord, that you'd lead us to a church, Lord, where we can connect and, Lord, belong. In Jesus' name, amen. Fantastic. So we'll uh, call up Ravi. Where are you? Let's give Ravi a hand. There you go. Ten minutes. I told you I could do it. We've had our first miracle. All right. Um, firstly, what we're going to do is we're going to all go outside and just sample what connect groups are. And initially, that won't be what you expect to do in church, so apologies for making it a little bit different, especially if it's your first time here and you know no one. But can I just say that, as Mike said, Jesus said, by this they'll know that you are mine, that you love one another, and we really need to get into those groups and work together. So while you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable, could we all agree to try and help the people in our groups? So if you're normally very quiet, like 
Mike, <laughs> and me, um, we'll try to talk a bit more. And if you're normally strong and belligerent, you know, like Gary, he, he might <laughs> he might go quieter. <laughs> but second miracle. Um, now, with this, with this, um, when all the leaders go out, um, is Teo here? Teo, yay! Teo, could you come and grab this? And um, could everyone grab this 5,529 pieces? So that's about 150 pieces per person, roughly. Um, so if everyone grabs about 150 pieces, a handful, um, we'll put them out there. If Teo, you come and grab them and let everyone grab a handful and then go to the groups. Do you want to come and get it now, Teo? So everyone sees Teo and gives her a clap. <laughs> All right. Teo is such a blessing, just like Wendy. Oh, they're together. <laughs> um, now, what we're going to do is all the leaders are going to go outside, and they've each got a card with a, with a number on it. And the leaders, if you guys could all just line up with your cards and your number from 1 to 10. The, no, not me. Um, the 10 is actually a zero, okay? Then what we're going to say to everyone is if you have a phone number, um, just take the last digit of your phone number and go and stand with that group. Now, we're not going to police this belligerently because so, we want to have roughly 14 or less in each group. So if one group has 25, you can move to a group that has two. You know. And if you want to be with a family or a friend, you, you, you can do that um, as long as you don't be in a group that suddenly becomes 20. Okay? So couples can stay together. You can pick your one phone number and pick the number on the end of that one. Okay? So um, we're not a, we don't have deacons to check on you, <laughs> deacon-possessed church. So if we can do that now, um, <laughs> and if all the leaders can go out first and just line up with your numbers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. The chocolates and the, the box. Um, the box Teo's got out there, you're all going to have to build something in your group at the end, right? So after we've discussed all the stuff we're going to do here, that's what we do in connect groups. We get revelation, we discuss, and we get the Lord touching us and blessing us. Then afterwards, we have a little bit of fun, and we pray for each other as well, but then we'll have some fun, and we'll build something with those Lego blocks. And at the end of it, Mike wants me to give this away to the best group. <laughs> but it's a temptation not to. <laughs> but we'll try to do it anyway. <laughs> all right, so if um, the leaders are all out there, they're grabbing their stuff, um, and they'll line up in a minute, and then if you guys can all go out there... And follow them out. <laughs> all right, you ready? Okay, could you all go out there, please, and just join up with the group? Thanks.